0: Into jail and it was there that I came to the Lord History Makers with Matt Prater Hi and welcome to History Makers I'm Matt Prater Today we're speaking with Bobby Mearns from Fishers of Men They do a great ministry Reaching people on the streets And people who have got addictions And Bobby's got a great testimony to share with us today Mate, welcome along Tell us a bit of your story Whereabouts were you born and raised?
1: Well, my name is Bobby I was born and raised in Hong Kong My story starts at... When I was about one, my dad took off, and my mother was stranded for about nine years. What happened was I got very angry because we found another man. So my story starts when uh, my mother remarried, and then guess what? My life went pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I was expelled from school. Everywhere I went, I caused a bit of a ruckus because I hated my stepfather very much because I believe he took my mother away. So anyway, I started hanging around with the wrong people. At the age of 13, I joined the triads, and they were very nice to me. They taught me how to fight, they taught me how to steal, and they actually said to me, Bobby, would you like to make a lot of money? And I said, yes, because I was very hungry for money. So they said, do you want to be a drug dealer? So I started being a drug dealer, selling heroin to the American consulates, the British consulates, and the Chinese because I spoke English and Chinese. Anyway, I thought to myself, why aren't these people taking this drug called heroin? Is it really that good? So anyway, I decided to take it. And that's when my life went down. At the age of 16, I was heavily addicted to drugs. And then at 17, I was charged with trafficking and manslaughter for 14 months in maximum security where I learned to hate. So I said to myself, if I ever get out of here, I'm going to destroy many people's lives. And I think I did a pretty good job. Anyway, they dropped the charges of manslaughter, but I was found guilty for trafficking. So I became a drug dealer, a drug user for most of all my life. Things got a bit bleak that I tried to commit suicide three times. I put a gun to my head. I wanted to blow my own brains away. I went to one of the tallest buildings in hometown. Kong. I wanted to jump, but it was just a little bit too high for me to jump. Anyway, I decided to stick a syringe on my arms and call it the end. I went to one of the bathrooms in in Hong Kong and decided, well, this is it. So I went in and had a shot. Sad as I was, somebody got into the bathroom, and it was some Christians that revived me and brought me to the hospital. They actually said to me, Mommy, what are you doing to yourself? I said, just let me die. And they said, no, Jesus loves you, and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. I wasn't really interested. I just wanted to die. Anyway, they kept persevering for five years, tried to tell me about this ministry, that God can salvage them, God can give them hope, God can give them a better life. I didn't believe it, because I was very angry with God, because I believe I was angry because I believe I wasn't supposed to be in this world. I think my mother brought me into this world by mistake. So I was very angry, very hurt, and very spiteful. Anyway, they kept persevering. It got to be a point that I was shooting up so much. I was going in and out of jail. I was going out the rehabs that I got gangrene on my legs. Things were getting pretty bleak in my life. I thought to myself, it's the end. Anyway, they came to one of my places where I was dealing drugs, and they said, Bobby, do you want to change? I said, I don't want to change, but my addiction is getting worse. I want to stop. So anyway, they told me there was a program that I had to come in for 14 days in this program. So I went into this program not knowing what was happening, But when I went in, they started telling me about Jesus, and I was very angry with Jesus. I said, I don't want anything to do with Jesus. So I wanted to stab one of the leaders, but they took my knife away and pushed me back into the room and started crying and started praying for me. But nothing happened. Anyway, because of withdrawals, I was going through cold turkey. I was going through it really bad. And I dare say I was dying. They were praying for me. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. And they believed that I was dying also. Anyway, that night, I looked up to the heavens. and said, if there is a God, help me to eat this piece of bread and help me to drink this glass of orange juice. Maybe we can come to some terms. Anyway, I ate that bread and I drank that juice and it stayed down. I didn't form it, I didn't spill up, I didn't do nothing. I thought something is happening. The next day, another piece of bread was brought in. Another juice was brought in. And I actually said to God again, hey, let's play this game all over again. Let's see what you could do this time. <laughs> I ate and I drank. It stayed down again. My health was getting better. By the 13th day, I thought to myself, I got one more day to stay in this place. And then I'm leaving. On the 14th day, something spoke to me and says, don't trust these Christians. They're only after your money. They're not really interested in you. Then another voice spoke into my spirit says, Bobby, I gave you back your life. And that's when I broke. I don't know what happened, but I bawled my eyes out for 20 minutes. I've been beaten up. I've been stabbed. I've been in prison most of all my life. I've been in detox and rehab, but I've never cried in my life. But I started bawling like a little baby. I knew something was happening. So I decided to suss this Jesus out. I found him. But guess what? I lost all my material belongings. I lost my $1.3 million house. I lost all my possessions, my Rolex watch, my Armani jackets, I lost everything. But Jesus said to me, you found back your true identity. So that's when my life started to change and I thought to myself, wow, God, you are good. So anyway, my story goes, hey, my word is my testimony. I can be a vessel to speak into people's life. That's when I started to go out on the streets and share the love of Jesus Christ to people that
0: really need to hear good news. Wow. So straight away, uh, you got set free, you got transformed and you started sharing your faith. And I understand you had a connection with Jackie Pullinger. Tell us about that connection.
1: Well, Jackie was a pain in the backside. She used to come to the Wall City where I was and kept saying that Jesus loves me. And I wasn't very interested in love because I've never been loved. I had no bonding with my mother. I had no... Morning with my dad or my stepfather. I just had the word hate written all over me, and she used to just come and keep telling us about Jesus. Anyway, I saw a lot of my brothers from the tribes change, but I thought they were wuss. You know, I thought they were just ah, oh, they just just turned into lover boys. I'm not interested. We, we got to be tough. We got to be strong. We got we got to learn to hurt people. You know, but that's how, how I interpret it. Love.
0: <laughs> Today we're speaking with Bobby Mearns from Fishers of Men. Well, that's an incredible story of uh, your transformation. Now you're helping others who've been on the streets. Tell us about Fishers of Men. What do you guys do?
1: Well, I started Fishers of Men 17 years ago. Before that, I was actually working for a church. Actually, I I was an ordained pastor working in the church. Anyway, because of situations, God put it in my heart to start something. So I started Fisher's Land 17 years ago. But my ministry, it's all about unhealthy people, drug addicts, alcoholics, prostitutes, people that's doing it rough. I invite them to my house, and we have a meeting in my house. We share the gospel to them. We feed them. And then I have two houses, or actually three houses down that take in people from jail out on the streets and then we minister them to them and
0: disciple them. And a lot of your team have also got a similar story to yours. Uh, they've been transformed, and, and you know, their mess has become their message. Is that right?
1: Yes, yes. Some of them are even going to Bible college, and they're winning back their kids, and they're back with their, with their missus, and their relationship is getting really good. It's because they, they can, people can actually start to see the transformation in their lives.
0: Wow. Well, it's inspirational to hear your story about what God's done in your life. And, you know, there might be people listening that have never actually heard the gospel, that don't know what it means to come to Christ. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond?
1: Well, well, the gospel is about good news. I think it's about love because a lot of us, has never been love. A lot of people that's on the streets have has problems with the word love. Where I was, I was never loved. I had to pay for love. And, and the saddest part is because people's relationship in this day right now, there is not much love. And it saddens me, but Jesus is unconditional love. He loves us unconditionally. And we're supposed to love these people, but, but it's sometimes it's very hard to love people like us because we are the biggest pain in the backside. So for us to love these people, we have to remind ourselves it's going to hurt us big time because these people are going through such a storm in their life. The only God can help them using us as a vessel for God's glory.
0: Today we're speaking with Bobby Mearns from Fishers of Men. Well, it's so good to hear um, you sharing the good news today. And, you know, if people want to respond to that, maybe someone's listening and they want to give their life to Christ, uh, we encourage you, you know, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. Send us an email or or contact us through History Makers Radio and TV on Facebook and we can uh, send you uh, a Bible and some information about following Jesus. And, mate, if people want to find out more about Fishers of Men, the website is fishersofmen.org.au. Uh, you're also on Facebook. People might want to refer someone that needs to go through rehab or, you know, get off the drugs and get their life on track. But also if people want to make a donation or if people want to volunteer, you guys do all sorts of things like food parcels, you've got a street view.
1: Well, we, we feed close to, uh, since the coronavirus, we've been feeding close to about 600 people on Wednesdays and Sundays. Wow. And this is all at my home. So as as the word of God says, the harvest is ripe, but the work is a few. A lot of work that is done is done by my boys. And we also help out with people with furnishes. We are very blessed with people giving us furniture that we can help domestic violence. We can help people that's coming out from prison. We can help people that's on the streets that's found in an apartment. So we, we don't sell anything. We, everything is freely given, and we freely receive it.
0: So good, mate. And just before we go, I know that there's a lot of people that think, you know, oh, it's not very safe to do that kind of ministry. You know, you could get, you know, it's dangerous, you know. Uh, and a lot mm. of people have fear uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to homeless people, tell us a bit about why God calls every one of us to it's not just a few of us, everyone's called to do it to minister to the poor. Just speak to that for us.
1: God has always chosen the foolish to shame the wise, and i I believe it, it, it you might think it's dangerous, but the, all of us, including myself, we're all hurting people. No one has ever shown us any kindness, no one has shown us any any love, and that's why we get angry but After doing this for 17 years, which I do it in my house and I have four beautiful kids and a lot of people have actually said to me, Bobby, you are very stupid to allow street people, drug addicts, pedophiles, you know, really criminals, murderers to come to your house. Uh, Guess what? I have gained the respect of all of them. Because they see what we try to do to point them to the way, to the truth, to a better life. And as Christians, I don't really want to be a Sunday Christian. I've been taught by Jackie Bollinger, I've been taught by the team that, hey, there's a lot of people that's hurting out there, and we can show them God's love by pointing them to the way and teaching them about teaching them about truth and then they'll understand what freedom is. For Jesus came to set us free, for the word of God says he who the Son sets free is free indeed. The scripture that really speaks to me very much is in 2 Corinthians 5 seventeen. Therefore whoever is in Christ is a new creation. All the old things has gone away and I become new. I am a new creation. I'm no longer a slave to fear, to drugs. Well, I am a child of God. I had to learn it the hard way. I'm glad that Jackie's team, which were a pain in the backside, but they were the one that pointed me to the way.
0: Well, it is so inspirational to hear your story, Bobby. And if people want to find out more, once again, the website is fishersofmen.org.au, or they can search up Fishers of Men on Facebook and find the info. Uh, Bobby, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for allowing me to talk. Thank you.
0: If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. You'll also find links to all of our social media channels, and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry, and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history.